It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Broadcasting live from Florida's capital city, this is the Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness on Real Talk 93.3. Now, stop what you're doing and listen closely. It's time for the Jeff Cameron Show in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Cooper, four-man rush for Florida State, going to cut it loose. Phil Yaw Johnson caught it inside the 10. Phil Yaw Johnson on his feet. He'll cut back, and Jacksonville State has won at the horn. Shipley, nice cut, two of them. Put the defender on skates for the touchdown. That's not a freshman. Leary to throw, trying to get the screen, going to person, avoids one tackler, and he's got a blocker in front of him, inside the 20, inside the 10, and he'll score! When I look into your eyes, I can see love Hurricanes win! of nine, Van Dyke, out of the backfield, hits Rooster, ready to curl, Rooster took the hit, and keeps going, Nathan, touchdown Canes! And when your fears subside, and shadows still remain, a Miami miracle by Harley! team at this moment and right now with the opportunity. And you know what? Does that mean I'm not going to make a mistake? I'll probably make a mistake. Might make one today, might make one tomorrow, that's, it's gonna, but I will respond to that. And so that's the team I want because I've seen it work. I've been a part of teams that, you know what, they've, they've been on a losing streak. It's easy to point at that. 
But who wants to be a part of the solution? When adversity strikes and, oh man, you go, you've lost a couple games, are you still, is that still what you want to do? And we have those guys here. I have those guys in that locker room right now. You feel it. But they did not stop. They continued to believe. Completes it to Mallory, the tight end, fighting, but coming up a little bit short. The ubiquitous Jermaine Johnson. He is everywhere. Travis going up top. Caught! Douglas! Huge! The Seminole strike! So now 4th and 14 with 105 to go. Under 25. Travis delivers. Parchment! Down to the one! Travis again. And he got in. Touchdown Seminoles! Touchdown Seminoles! Bill seems to be indicating should be zero time left. He took a three-step drop and spiked it. Yeah. In order for the quarterback to spike the ball, there has to be three seconds on the clock. There were two. Therefore, the ball game is over. Oh, my Lord. What an inglorious ending for the Hurricanes. Therefore, the ball game is over. It's over. It's over. It's over. 31-28, the final score. The Seminoles win it. For the coaches that are on the staff, for the players that are on this team, that's what I want. You might get your butt knocked down, but you're going to get up and you're going to respond the right way. Go to hell, Miami. Hour number two, Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Welcome aboard. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Man, what a good day. What a good Monday. Hope you had a great weekend. I know I did, and I know the Knowles did. Obviously getting a much-needed win, a feather in the cap, a signature win, if you will, for Mike Norvell and staff. Good on you, kids. That's the way to fight. And now what's possible? I don't know. You feel a lot better about what's possible with what remains the next two games, certainly, but also most importantly, I think, for all of us is uh, the impact that this may have had, and we'll find out more in the coming days and weeks, but may have had in recruiting and uh, what a good time for that to happen because that was a large contingent of the uh, recruits and recruiting classes of the future that uh, were in the house and uh, no doubt had a great time you know I, I did say before this game and the build up to, you know to it that I had the chance to to just go as a fan just to go as a knoll and scream my head off and and not be uh, worried about my analyst role. I was going to handle that on Sunday and rewatch the game anyhow. So much easier, as you well know, to rewatch a win than it is to uh, watch a loss, especially if it would have been the way this game played out. Heartbreaking, right? Instead, you know each time you sit through the frustration, you know each time you're watching that, uh, okay, things are bad right now, but they're going to get better. I know how this story ends, so I'm going to continue to watch and see what happens. Somebody pointed it out. This morning I saw it on Twitter during the uh, after the ACC uh, posted the video uh, of the fourth and fourteen conversion to parchment. That uh, you know if you watch FSU's offensive line there, 
Those kids are blocking as if their life depended on it. It is it is fun to slow-mo. It is a whole lot of, no, sir. No, sir. You are not effing this up for me. We are going to get this pass off. <laughs> and so it really is. It's it's glorious. There's a whole lot of what for in that play. If we drop it, it's not on me. No. Yeah, not, I will not, not because, be responsible. Not because he couldn't step up and deliver, right. which he did. Yes, uh, one of the best throws he's made. He's made some good throws, but that's a that's a. I mean, you gotta you gotta figure the amount of pressure in that moment. You know, think about how nervous you are now. I've always said that when you're playing in games in any sport, team or or even singular, you when you're immersed in executing a play, you do uh, allow for yourself to avoid the certain emotions that you have when you have no control. So like fans, we as fans have no control over the outcome. And so it just adds to the angst. Uh, you know, it adds to the pressure because you can't do anything to help anybody. But when you're a player, a lot of times you can avoid uh, that feeling of overwhelm, uh, overwhelming uh, doubt or nerves uh, because you don't have time to think. You, ha- you know, you hear the play call. This is my responsibility on this play. If I do that, then you know, hopefully everything will work out. The problem is quarterbacks really – you just have to develop a skill, and I never played quarterback, but I always admired those who do because that along with kicker requires you to be able to ignore those feelings of nerves and doubt and, and, and still execute. You have to find a way. Golfers do this all the time. You have to find a way to do that. So – even though you could be a position player anywhere on that field and think my job on this play is to do this and you're not thinking about the magnitude, at quarterback, you know I've got to see it, i got to release it, i got to be confident in what I'm looking at, i got to believe it, and, man, that's the best part of watching Jordan Travis in that moment. He ain't scared. He's not scared at all. Well, he gave you about ten plays, maybe more, but, I mean, about ten real honest-to-goodness plays where he proved that he wasn't scared. And one of them was a run in the first half yeah. where it looked like a Sam Howell run that I said probably wasn't going to happen because if you remember all the rush yards mm-hmm. that Howell racked up against Miami, it was Trucking broken people. tackles. Yeah. Well, he did that at midfield. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. so you're going to do that. Then, in a weird way, the throw to Parchment gave me more hope that it could be done because that throw is perfect. I'm talking not about 4th and 14. I'm talking about the one in which Parchment stops running for no reason. That throw is dead perfect in a moment where everything is against you and that Jordan could summon it to make that throw gave me hope that if we're in a position again, he can make the play. And he did, man. A couple of announcements to make here real quick just to take care of business and get it out there for everybody. Both of the next two football games for Florida State will kick off at noon. That is a noon game against Boston College. Good. That is a noon game against the University of Florida. Good. Good. Non-night games on the road? Yes, please. I'd prefer those sleepy nooners nothing to see here everybody why even go it's thanksgiving week you guys stay on home you let these kids go out there do their thing watch it from the comfort of your own home talk to uncle frank hang out it's all good let us worry about it it's possible again it's possible again no, to go possible six to go and to six a bowl. yeah it is it is possible again and you know the all i can think about right now is again finding a way ordinarily you talk about this after a loss now you legitimately have to talk about it after a huge win. You've got to regain control and focus of your emotions. You've got to find a way to, to start prepping and, and really locking in on what has to be done because Boston College is good enough to beat you. Boston College is favored. Boston College is a team that you know that if you don't go play well against, you could lose very easily. So we're not good enough yet to overlook anybody. said that in the last hour. 
we are good enough to win this game, and I think given the way Florida played over the weekend, we'll see if they're interested. It's a rivalry game. I have a feeling they'll show up, but you never know. So take care of this game Saturday, and then let the nerves be ratcheted up about the possibility of what lies in wait in Gainesville, because then you're right. You go win that game, and the two sides will be motivated in very different ways, no matter how Florida you know, can convince itself that this is a rivalry game and they should care. They're Body language and actions suggest otherwise lately. I know our players can't worry about that, but from afar, we can look at it and say, hmm. If you parlay this into a win on the road at Boston College, you're staring 6-2 and two in the face, a 6-2 and two finish to the season in yeah. which Clemson scores a go-ahead touchdown in the waning moments, and you lost to NC State in a close one. Yeah, you're down with, seven late in the game. without a back With your backup quarterback in, without Jordan Travis. And you combine that with the loss to Notre Dame in overtime, and the J-State game that you lose flukishly on the final play. Yeah, I mean, yeah, how close yeah. are you to having a really, really good season that, yes, it might be smoke and mirrors. It might be because of the relative skill level of the ACC and a down year for Florida and a down year for – I mean, think about that. You'd be on the precipice of finishing 6-2, and two and you could pitch it to kids, which is the most important thing. I don't care what, what how we feel about it, the fans. It's how do the recruits feel about it. You could pitch them six and six, and look how close we were to eight and four or nine and three. Look how close, and you can be the difference. What I care about is compelling cases to be made to seventeen and eighteen year olds because they're the ones who are going to get us to a place where it's not shocking to beat Miami. It is expected to beat Miami again. Yeah, man. I um, I, I think the way you talk about a season that ends at you know, five and seven or six and six always has more to do with a, what was the preseason expectation and B, how did you end? You know, because those are the final nuggets. Those are the kernels. Those are the last things that you can remember viewing, taking in, watching. And, and so this win perhaps is the catalyst for one, maybe two more wins. But if you get another win, you know, Tom, I I just don't know that. I mean, there's a part of me already that says, okay, I'll be all right because they are definitively better. They've positively impacted what's possible with the recruiting class. Clearly, clearly they're making strides. They ended a, a losing streak to Miami. And we know that they've really kind of made something out of nothing here to some extent. I'm, I'm not trying to be little players, but I'm just saying they don't have the depth of talent that they need to sustain great efforts every week. And yet you get those efforts, you don't always get the execution. So they're, they're on the way. Well, we've been, we were begging for it, saying it's not illegal to do this in September – Kids playing over their heads and believing mm-hmm. and playing as one because that team, the kind of team that we are right now, has played a lot of football games in Doe Campbell over the last 20 years. And whether or not they won the football game outright, we said, man, they don't have any reason to be in this game or they don't have any reason to be as good as they seem to be week in and week out. We know how talented they are compared to Florida State. They don't have the same bodies and players and, and, yeah. and athletic types. Miami has to think about, think about us like that today. Because they they are more athletic, they are more talented, but we're more well coached. We're more together. Did you guys if, do yourself a favor and have some fun with it? Because people have done this at our expense, so now it's your time to not only have a result on the field, so it's not total Schadenfreude because you got a result, you got to win. Miami is the loser here, but you get to also really enjoy the spoils of that by going to State of the U or whatever website you'd like to go to to read the Miami fans turn on one another with great fury and anger the kinds of ungodly statements about Manny and his family. It is something to behold. So what I'll tell you is, for those of you who were gallivanting after the game was over and you didn't make your way over to War Chant TV for the postgame show, 
if you were here for the pregame show, you saw there was a lot of orange and green oh, in the chat. Oh, a lot of it, a lot of it. And they said they'd be back for the postgame show. I unfortunately have to report to you that I na- saw they didn't nary, make it back? nary a cane They fan. didn't make it back. And there were thousands of people watching. Mm. Among them were not trash-talking Miami fans who were ever-present late in the week last week and certainly during the pregame show. I don't know what happened to them, but we'll find out. Mm. Well, what happened to them was uh, distant stares, Long, long moments of despair and thoughts about another year in the books, another year of absolute irrelevance. And while I like to make fun of Florida State, they beat us today with a lesser team, and they've got a recruiting class on the hook that we don't. We've also been, as Miami, irrelevant for 20 years. They've only been irrelevant for about the last four or five. Times are tough here in Miami. And just made tougher after Saturday. That's what they did. Right. They sat around thinking about the implications. Yeah, four words. They're going to pass us. I would add a fifth again. Again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can have fun with the making it back before the U. Again. 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 Yeah. 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 Cheers. Weird Saturday. All the more appreciated it as I let the night kind of wash over me and my dad and the kids. We sat around watching the night football games, watched Jimbo lose to Ole Miss. Boy, owned by the state of Mississippi at uh, $10 million a year is a toughie. But uh, I did I did sit around thinking about all of the other results. I thought about how it was that Auburn led 28-3 to and then watched Mississippi State come back and beat them in what is a record comeback. I then thought about a team on the wrong end of a 62-yard field goal, Iowa State watched as a college kid made a 62-yard field goal to beat them at the buzzer. And by the way, that was outdoors. That wasn't indoors. 62 yards of suck it. That is unreal. The pain in their hearts. I watched as, uh, again, Texas loses as a 31-point favorite to a team that hadn't won a conference road game since 2008. I thought about that, too. And then I also thought about this, Tom, because I did not have money on it. But for those who did, God bless you. Boise State, Wyoming, with the score 23-7. to Did you see this? No. No. Wyoming completes a pass with 16 seconds to go. It is a four-yard screen pass that turns into a 74-yard <laughs> touchdown. Six meaningless points unless you had Boise given as time expired. (laughs) This is a dangerous game we play, my friend. It is. (laughs) Well, I can tell you the best wager I made on Saturday was to cash out early on the Miami money line because I just woke up. I'm like, nope, this is. Can't do it. It doesn't feel right. It just doesn't feel right. And that was a good investment. Uh, Also, after the postgame show, in which I opened up some single malt, uh, Lafroy Cardias, mm, which is just delightful. Delicious. I love it. I ride share my way uh, around town to the CP just to see some friends and, oh, and, and, and take enjoy it. your moment. Well, because that's the thing. I, I'm in like a, an isolation chamber that is my home for these games because we do the pregame show. I go home and then I've got the game on the TV and I'm also taking highlights. So I'm, I'm ripping video highlights. And the postgame show is my office. So I couldn't be around the people. I wanted to be around it for a little bit. And, and that's where, as a citizen of the city, real quick, I'll just I'll brag. This city really needed that, man. It oh, needed that yeah. shot in the arm. What it's going to do for the spring, what it's going to do for next fall, next football season, 
what it did on Saturday night for a lot of lo- local businesses, including the aforementioned Corner Pocket. Mm. I mean, my God, the stress look on the bartender's face has said it all, man. This is a big moment for the program, for the city, for a lot of people. You know what else you have to do, Tom, that you didn't get an opportunity to do, thanks to our friend uh, Chris in uh, San Diego? You've got to enjoy with yeah. me a sip of the Dos Artes. I saw the bottle. Oh, what Somebody a bottle Somebody sent me it a is. screenshot of the bottle. Yeah, It's a pretty bottle. That was quite the smash. It was a tasty, tasty sampling of the Dos Artes I can't wait. Sunday and, night. And to Christopher, I'm sorry, man. I, there, was, uh, there was some extenuating circumstances. Uh, maybe they weren't the worst things in the world. Sometimes extenuating circumstances are negative. Sometimes you're doing a single malt scotch flight to support the people at the place we were all at. But thank you so much, as always, to him and to so many people this weekend for donating to the cause or just stopping by and, and sharing some stories, man. It was This has felt like it used to feel for at least a little well, bit of time. Oh, it's a great feeling. Yep, yep. Revel in it. Enjoy it. Let it wash over you yet again. And if you can, enjoy some Dos Artes tequila. My goodness gracious, was that tasty last night. Enjoyed it. I know some were unsettled by their... Fragile sensibilities, but everybody else enjoyed it, and that was fun. It's Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply Oh, all the time. I hear music more for the music than the lyrics. I have to really think to hear the lyrics. Oh, just the way my brain I do works. both. But if I'm listening to Van Halen, it's not for the lyrics. I can tell you that. Uh, <laughs> some roofing companies say they're the best in town with the best price around and safety is their top priority, but they don't always have your best interest at heart. T-Spark Enterprises Roofing and Construction, they believe in doing things the right way and the safe way. Employees undergo routine safety training, and are constantly being educated on new techniques and new materials like becoming master metal applicators. Hey now, I love it. Have you considered a new metal roof before, long-lasting and durable? You're in luck because T-Spark Enterprises Roofing and Construction are the best in town, period. Call them today at 766-1340 or get a free quote today at tsparkconstruction.com. Warchant.com. Go read the stuff. All the stuff. It's good. Warchant.com. Hello, Ira. How are you, brother? I'm good, Jeff. How are you? I'm in a real good mood, man. I'm in a real good mood. I think I think we all are. I think for a lot of reasons, for me as an old, it's just very satisfying. But also, you know, we kind of talked about it all year long, going all the way back to camp and things didn't work out when the season started. But we really, we really thought that they were making strides. We really thought Mike Norvell was a good coach. I knew you tweeted as much and wrote about it. 
And then when they weren't getting the results, you thought, man, this is going to just take even longer and the fans will grow impatient and understandably because it sucks to lose games. Then they made some mistakes and you thought that was a huge setback. But I really always liked these kids because they did fight in every game. They really always brought it uh, physically. They were always invested mentally. They prepared well. You're at every practice, Ira. You've seen it. They, they, they invest. They care. They get back up. So you always want to see teams like that get their moment. And you wrote about that, too, just a week ago. You wanted to see this group, some of the transfers, guys like Jermaine Johnson and others, get one more crack at uh, shining in the sun, right? And there it was. I was really happy for those kids Saturday night. Yeah, it was cool, man. You know, the whole scene, um, you know, was cool at the moment. Um, but you're right. I mean, this is so much bigger than one win. And not because it, you know, obviously stopping the streak with Miami is big. You don't want to have one of these losing streaks in the rivalry, um, even though that's what that rivalry is. It seems like one team wins and wins five or six in a row, and the other one has to wait to, to turn it back around. But um, but but from a, from a standpoint of, you know, uh, just the – People, I've never questioned whether or not the players buy in at all. Um, you know, as you said, I mean, these kids, these guys fight every week. They believe in what they're doing. It hasn't always worked out, but the, the buy-in is there from the players. Uh, I just felt like the fan base was really having a tough time going through what everybody's gone through these last four or five years where you've gone through three coaches. People start wondering, is this the right guy? Is, is this the wrong guy? Do we, do we make another mistake? And, uh, I'm not going to spend all my money and time to come back out there if, if they're not going to play any better. Uh, you know, we've seen people, we've seen traffic drop off on our website. We've seen traffic traffic drop down on videos, and and I'm sure your audience, uh, you know, some people check out. So this is big because it gives them a chance if they could, you know, certainly if they can at least win one or two more of these last games. But even just what they did this game, I think it gives people reason to be excited going into next year and to feel to feel like there's real tangible proof because up until this point, most of the proof has been, um, as you said, just kind of looking behind the scores. Now they actually have a score to go with, you know, the North Carolina game as well, uh, where it shows valid, uh, just validation. I think that's going to be important for them going into the off season and trying to sell tickets and everything else going into next year. You can see the relief too, to some extent on the faces of this coaching staff and, you know, because they've cared deeply about the kids and Kenny Dillingham being emotional today. You know, it's all really cool to watch because I think one thing's for sure, and, I, and most people know this, but it's good to get a reminder every now and again. And I never coached in college, and I've only done a little bit of coaching in my lifetime. But you, you, when you invest in something and you care and you ask kids in this case or young men in this case to do something every day and commit to a certain thing that you're proposing. And when they do that, you want to see them have success. And when they don't, it hurts you deeply because you you know it's the right thing, you believe in it, but you need to see them have success. And I think that's why this staff looked relieved or emotional was they really like these kids because they have responded to that ask. Yeah, and I mean, I think there's probably no better example. Uh, there's there's a bunch of examples, but probably no better example than Jordan Travis. You know, I think Jordan Travis, if you look at his college journey, comes out of high school, goes to Louisville. And uh, basically is beaten down there. I mean, he was not treated well there. It was a toxic situation. He looks to get out of there. The reason he got the waiver, because he transferred before this one-time transfer policy, the reason he got the waiver to be eligible to play in 2019 at FSU was because it was such a bad situation at Louisville. He gets gets to Florida State, and it's another bad situation with Willie Taggart. He ends up getting fired. 
and then he gets a new coaching staff that he didn't sign to play for, uh, and his confidence was shaken, and people doubted him and did question whether or not he could play the position. And then this coaching staff, and to your point, Kenny Dillingham particularly, went to him and was like, look, man, I believe in you more than you believe in you. You can do this. You can get better. You can become a quarterback. And, and, and to see that kid step in and make those throws, I mean, just the way Mike Norvell talked about today and Kenny Dillingham as well, on that 4th and 14, when they're, you know, Miami is only rushing three guys, but their guys get upfield. And it's easy at that moment when you're as athletic as Jordan Travis to just take off, just try to make something happen. But to sit back and, and to step up in the pocket and make that throw before the receivers really come out of his break, um, it just shows a lot. Now, you know, we can't say it's turn the corner and you're, you're, he's going to be perfect from here on out. But to see a guy that didn't believe in himself get to the point where he can have the confidence to make that play, it's, I mean, really, it's, it really is what coaching's all about. Yeah, and they found some guys, too. You know, we've, we've talked about Jermaine Johnson and some of the other guys up front. Uh, but Cooper looks like a player now. And, you know, obviously we've talked a lot about Robinson. But they've got guys developing on the back end that we're starting to get excited about as well. And you look at this potential for the recruiting class. Uh, you know, there's reason to be excited. Ira, let me ask you really quick on that front. I know Michael Langston's doing reporting on this, Warchant.com. But uh, maybe secondhand you can let us know. I mean, obviously all reports seem to be that this was a very, very, very good night for Florida State in their recruiting efforts. Yeah, there's no question. And I, I don't, you know, again, we – it would have been great if a bunch of kids just announced commitments on the spot, but uh, but I do think that they got really positive feedback from a lot of these uh, recruits who were on campus. I mean, they had a great time. Um, you know, I think it solidified things with the guys who uh, may have been thinking twice a little bit, and and I think it probably tr- opened up some eyes for some other guys as well. I think I do think they're going to finish strong, and I think that uh, you know the the Travis Hunters and AJ Duffy's and, and and the relationships they built with the other recruits is really promising. So, yeah, man, I think it was huge. And, and Mike Norvell, man, I'm I, I writing about this and something I'm writing about. You know, he, he's, he's not afraid, man. He made these two weekends, Notre Dame and Miami, his huge opportunities to, to win over recruits, and they delivered in both games. They didn't get a win against Notre Dame, but they delivered. And to have the confidence to do that, that's, that's it's pretty telling about Mike Norvell's mindset because uh, he could have picked other weekends to bring those guys to games, and he chose those two. Your thoughts really quickly. We haven't touched on it today because we've wanted to, quite frankly, enjoy the win and celebrate the moment. But Florida State's win streak over Florida in basketball came to a crashing end uh, in a game where they really struggled, um, I think, to stay in front of Florida's quickness in the backcourt. There were some signs that uh, they've got a lot to work on. I'm not, it's two games into the season. I'm certainly not panicking, but I do worry that the bigs aren't ready and you're going to have some problems there. What were your thoughts on what you saw in that in that loss to Florida? Well, you're going to, you're going to make fun of me when I say that Sonora Nagam might have been a difference, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> he, he will help. He he will help when he comes back. Yeah. He's an older guy. Uh, he would help. He he's been out a little bit. Um, but no, I just think it was it was going to be a tough matchup no matter what. Florida State, you know, a lot of their better players are young guys. Uh, you know, Florida brought in a bunch of grad transfers they're, they're a senior laden team with a bunch of older dudes who played a lot of college basketball they were playing at home i think they got fsu in a good spot early in the season and i also thought um uh my man from houston um caleb mills yeah caleb mills getting in foul trouble early yeah. was really really painful because it, when he got back in not because of what it did in the first half you ended up leading at the end of the first half mm-hmm. but what it did I thought it sped him up in the second half. He felt like he had to go make plays and make up for all the time he missed in the first half. And I thought he forced some things and wasn't as comfortable. I thought that hurt. 
Um, but yeah, man, Florida's going to be a good team. I think they're going to be a solid team. But I think Florida State's going to be a whole lot better a couple months down the road than they look today. Yeah, I agree. I absolutely agree. Uh, appreciate it, brother. I'll talk to you again real soon. Be good. Thanks, Jeff Seaman. Yep. For those that uh, don't know it, uh, it was 44-43 Knowles with 11 minutes to play. So it wasn't like this game got out of hand or anything like that. They let it the break. They hung in there. Uh, but, yeah, Caleb Mills had two fouls in the first three minutes of the game. And we know how Leonard is with those situations. He's going to pull them, especially a guy like that, a young guy like that on the road. Uh, and he was probably the only guard that I saw that had the ability to win off the bounce. Uh, Florida's quick in the backcourt, and they defended well, and we didn't stay in front of their guys nearly as well. And I do think, you know, to Iris' point, I think Ngom could have helped you. A lot of Florida State's bigs, like in terms of the seven-footers, they're not ready to win in terms of strength uh, down low. you got some finesse players, that you know, guys that talk and always alter shots, but they don't set up shop in the post to dominate offensively. That's not who they are. In fact, a couple of their guys are real, actually shooters away from the basket. So that's a you know that's a bit of a problem for your seven footers. I mean, I, ideally that's not what you want, but hey, you'll take points. Um, they'll be. I think I was asked about this last night. Just real quick, I think Florida State's going to be pretty damn average for the first half of the season. I think it's going to be a roller coaster. I think you can see a lot of up and down, up and down. Oh, man, that's a tough loss. Oh, that's a nice win. What is this team? I think you're going to see a lot of that confusion, and you'll be getting a little nervous because they'll be middling through 12 to 14 games of the year, and you're going to go, hmm, okay. And then I think you come around the second half of the season, once they have an idea who works well together, they'll play to what they are, what those strengths are. This is a staff that always does a good job of, of building towards something late uh, if they're not injured, uh, building towards uh, you know more of an identity late. I don't think this group has that this year early. I think you're going to be waiting a little bit longer than you're comfortable with. Yeah, there are years where you know what the starting five looks like, but how are you going to fill out the rest of the roster? You know, who's, The sixth man typically ends up going top 15 in the NBA draft, mm-hmm. but you get my point is what role players are going to be used in certain situations. And, and to me, yesterday it looked like for a lot of the, the groupings on the floor – that they hadn't either played a lot together or they were just flustered because the way they rotated, the way they defended in transition was bad, uh, just plainly bad, giving up a lot of open threes to Florida. Obviously, it's a really motivated Florida team because they're tired of hearing about that. There shouldn't be a storyline for your basketball team in November, period, like good or bad. But for them, they've had to be asked about that, those upperclassmen on that team, Mm -hmm. for a long time. And I know that they've also got a lot of uh, experienced transfers. It looked the part. Florida looked like a team with a ton of experience. Florida State looked like a team with not a ton of experience. And they challenge you, too. Their style is to challenge you. It's not to go play finesse and run and gun. No, defensively, Florida State got a a clinic. Leonard said it perfectly in the postgame. We got out Florida State. Yeah. You know, out Florida State by Florida. Yeah. I will also note, and I think uh, Life Spectator is correct, Uh, Balsa's – we're going to miss Balsa a lot. I really wish he had made a different decision. Because he could really be of huge help to this particular team. I mean, Correct. They, 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 they could really use him. Jeff Cameron, show 93.3 Real Talk Radio, Warchant TV. Warchant.com. Now, back to Jeff on Real Talk 93.3. <laughs> Don't have to. Yeah, man. This is, uh, this is the stuff of, like, bad movies. I'm reading the story during the break. I'm just going to relay this to you just for a second, just a respite from the glory of the win. Listen to this paragraph. Three people have died, and almost 500 were injured. 
following a scorpion swarm in Egypt's southern city of Aswan caused by thunderstorms since Friday, bringing many of them onto the streets and into people's homes. Many of the attacks occurred in the mountainous areas of Gennaret. So if you go on and read the rest of the story, people have been told to get off the streets. Schools have had to shut down. They are overwrought by scorpions because of storms. Well, are you effing kidding me? Yeah, it's a it's a bleep storm because it's the rock. Remember, he was the scorpion king. Yes. And he was so displeased with what happened on Saturday night that the scorpion king is making his way around the parts of Egypt. These are fat-tailed scorpions. They're considered to be amongst the most deadly in the world. Venom from the black fat tail, as it's known, can kill humans in under an hour. Symptoms related uh, can include difficulty breathing, muscle twitching and spasms, and severe headaches. Oh, no, no. No, man, what are we doing? I'm going out for a walk. I'm taking it to the local market. I got to grab some bread, maybe some milk, some other items. What is this? That's a scorpion. There's another one, and there are some coming right towards me. This is insane. Overwhelmed by scorpions. Imagine the moment that you're about to die. Really? This is how I'm going? This is what happened here well, today? The scorpions. I'm going to be the, the that guy. The guys in, are going to be killed by scorpions. You know you have a one in 350,000. Ch- yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm that, that guy. one. I'm the one. That is a toughie. They said it's because there have been prolonged thunderstorms. So do you think, like, the second they hear thunder in this particular town, they're like, oh, no. Yeah, they're not thinking ACDC. They're like, man, we got to load up the car, Catherine. I heard thunder in the distance. <laughs> Catherine. <laughs> Hop in the vehicle. It's time to ride. Cairo, yeah. (laughs) It's time to ride, baby. That is nuts. So can you take the uh, the schadenfreude cap off for just a moment and try to live in uh, our our counterpart shoes? Four than 14. Could you imagine? Mm. Could you imagine if that was us? I guess you could. Jacksonville State was akin to a fourth and 14 because it was fourth and 59 or whatever it was. But to your rival... After the emotions of, of putting yeah, together to your rival, after a, you've come all the way back, a twenty-one take, yes, to nothing run. Yeah, no, you thought you had the game won. You thought you had the game won, and you're hmm. sitting there going, "Well, fourth and fourteen. You know, I don't think Jordan can make that throw. They don't have the receivers to make that play. Oh, first and goal on the one. Well, we're gonna lose. <laughs> I wonder if there was still a defeatist attitude because that defense has been garbage all year long. So mm. I wonder if I mean, you know, third and Kelly was a thing because we knew we knew it was coming. In that instance, I wonder if. Up 28 to nothing, swaggy as they felt, if maybe the truth of their defense was able to supersede the swagginess mm. and, the, and the U fan mm. to be defeated in that moment. I wonder. I don't know. I know they call Manny Diaz Manny Iaz. <laughs> they all call him Manny Iaz without the D. <laughs> it's glorious. That's good. They do. That's really good. Oh, I was watching them bicker with each other all day yesterday. It was awesome. You were? Oh, I spent most of my day doing that. I sat there and You have turned in- into a message board lurker for all teams not named Florida State. It's hilarious. Well, no, You mentioned not- you looked at the A&M boards when Jimbo was going bad, because the it, LSU boards when O was funny. going bad. It's funny. It's funny to watch. Uh I don't do like I don't post anything. I don't like set them up. The Clemson board when they're losing games, you're like, ooh, they're turning on Dabo. Well, they were turning, yeah, they were turn, they were turning on Tony Elliott, and that caught my attention. Well, I'll tell you why. Most of the time, it's because I'm doing these game previews for the college sports book, 
And I always have to go to these team sites to try to interview the, the local beat reporters or the people that cover the team the best. And so by because of the job description, I've had to go to these places. And I never used to have to do that. And so then I found it very rewarding that as I clicked on these stories, you know, you go to the comments section or where it says talk about it more on the boards. I'm like, oh, let's see what the fans think of that one. And I'll click on it and I crack up because – Especially if they're going bad, invariably, there's a lot of vitriol, as you can imagine. So I read these things, and I'm like, oh, man. So this is Rich. They call him Manny Ez, which is hilarious. That made me laugh, for starters. I had no idea. See, if I hadn't clicked on that, I wouldn't have known. Then it gets really... That's crazy, too. They only rushed three. They had a spy in, but they rushed three on yeah. fourth and 14. I know. So you're beating seven. You're beating seven in coverage. Yeah, and easily, by the way. Uh, that's just a dig route. It is. It's just a simple well, dig well, route. There's and he, two of them. Yeah. You're running a clear out. But I think Pokey was even open. I, yeah. The guy who's supposed to be doing the clearing, I think he might have been open as well. It's like they choked. It's like they choked. Their defenders, who had a pretty good handle on the game for much of the second half, just the moment was too big for him. I don't know if they didn't think he could make the throw. I don't, I don't. I don't know what that was about. It's amazing how you see symmetry as you get older, right? Mm-hmm. You see the cycle of things. But it's that same end zone that third and Kelly happens on. Right. Right. You right. got your fourth and fourteen. We saw the Carlos play in twenty fourteen. They have one yesterday. It's like some of these elements that are just so wacky that you think this is the first time I've ever seen it. No. They just happen again. I mean, Fryer's catch is the same route that Ja'Kai Douglas runs. Now, it's not the same circumstance right, 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 because right. there's not a partner route that's pulling a safety in and Jordan didn't have to break the pocket and roll right. Yeah. Same sideline, same direction, same route. Yeah, side note, uh, really good job yet again of adjusting to the pressure in the second half when they had to throw and the whole world knew they were going to throw. They rolled them out. They rolled Jordan out every time on third and longer than six, and they understood, like, we're going to have to move the pocket because we can't probably just block this up in an obvious passing down. When they tried without rolling him out, we got crushed, and he knew it. And so, again, people always want to see adjustments. That's another adjustment. It happened in-game. They began to roll the pocket. They had him dead to rights. The game was over on first and ten near midfield in the third quarter with that screen pass. Oh, it, it's, it's gonna. It's I over. mean, it's a. There's a real good chance to play scores. Maybe not. Maybe not. Like you said, guaranteed to get to the red zone. It's the right call at the right time. It's all set up. He's got blockers. Right. It's gonna go for days. It was Corbin flared out when yeah. he should be vertical, and that's what they were talking about after. You see, the camera captures that conversation. But as the throw misses. Oh. And it bounces up the field. The camera continues you to pan see, with it. You can see there's nothing but green ga- grass for days. I can see it in and the escorts. I was, I was watching. I was like, oh, he's going to walk in. And escorts. I know. I know. It's a great play call that we didn't get to see executed right, which would have added to the right. satisfaction we feel with the play calling and the game adjustments and all that. Yeah, they did a, a fine job. I'll tell you something, too. And a lot of you who were in the stands, you know this. And if you paid attention, let's say you've gone to all the home games. You know who coaches his ass off on Saturdays is Atkins. I mean, every time that offensive line comes over, there is a thorough vetting of the previous series and what we have to do better. And you can watch it play out, but it's instructive. It's smart. It's really interesting. Now, it's also intense, but there is like you're, there's no question about what is being asked of you. It is abundantly clear you must do this, and here's how we're going to do the, adjust to that. You know. But every player on this roster and that we are recruiting says the same thing about him. He's real. He's real. Yeah. And that's important because you establish the credibility to be able to take the hard coaching, deliver the hard coaching if you're Alex Atkins. That's something that a few line uh, offensive line coaches ago, we didn't have. 
you didn't have that relationship as a foundation to where you could get coached hard. Well, it's the it's the you know that's where the emotions come into play when you see coaches get excited and emotional about kids having success after a big win when they've struggled. It's because you've gone through it with them. You know, you've 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 established those relationships. You found a way to connect with kids to where you can say awfully harsh things when necessary, but also put their arm your arm around them because they know you care. And that's you just want so much for those kids to reap the rewards of the sacrifice and the work put in and the belief, the, the, the buy-in. You want desperately for that to be the case. And so, you know, for me, uh, I could see why those coaches were so excited on Saturday night. Now, again, I do think they have an, an unenviable task in a weird way because you want them to revel in this and enjoy a win. They've worked hard for it. But you got to tell them, look, BC's probably right now every bit as good or better than, or better than Miami. They got their quarterback back. It's Jeff Cameron, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And as a note, don't forget tomorrow morning to listen to Wake Up War Chant podcast available to you there. Hopefully you like and subscribe. You get a chance to listen to Wake Up War Chant in the morning and then us in the afternoon. Of course, you go to warchant.com, get all the updates with the latest articles and you know, to me, I, I, I'm now eagerly anticipating this week of uh, content because that's a big game against BC coming up. Yeah, and tonight you uh, there's trench talk as well, 6 o'clock with DLT, who had a really good game in Pass Pro. Had a really good game in Pass Pro. Nice bounce-back effort. DLT finished strong two weeks to go in your career at Florida State. And well done, young I'm man. I'm sure there'll be a little bump tonight, so stop by on WarChant TV at 6 o'clock for that. North Florida Payroll Services, locally owned for nearly 15 years, offering payroll and HR services, including full online applicant onboarding and integration into payroll. Save your company money and headaches today. Head to NorthFordaPayroll.com. Hey, Big Daddy. Having some red rushes tonight? We'll know in about 47 seconds. Into an open wing. It's picked up by Dowdy. An empty net. He scores. Hot damn. Big Daddy's done it again. Red Russians all around, Teddy. All right, Big Daddy. And away we go. Where are we at on this? Uh, are we 1-1, one 2-0? One, oh? We are 1-1. One and one. Yeah. Florida did not deliver last week when they played at Pittsburgh. I was worried about Florida, man. Uh, I feel like they're going a little bit through with some adversity. They just did lose to the defending yep. Stanley Cup champions twice over. No so, shame in that. So are Tampa Bay's opponent tonight, the New York Islanders. Hey, now. Who had to play, I think it's 13 straight road games this season. Ouch! 13 straight road games because their building was not ready in Uniondale. Well, it's west of Uniondale now. They're playing the first of back-to-back tonight in Tampa. They're going down to play the Panthers tomorrow. They're going for broke tonight. I say under five and a half goals between the Islanders and the Lightning tonight. It is the popular one, by the way. That number is at five and a half, both at Circa, South Point. Opening line was that as well. No movement. Well done. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Go Knowles.